This is The Scoop on Life. I'm Chase with Lauren, and we are uh, excited to be back with you this week. Uh, We were uh, so excited and privileged to have the opportunity to go down to Orlando last week for the CareNet conference, and um, it was an exciting week, and uh, man, we had a lot of fun down there. Yeah, and we got, it was really neat because we actually had the opportunity to meet in person some of the guests that we've had on our podcast. We got to meet Rollin Warren, who is the president of CareNet. We had him on for our very first episode. Um, It was really neat to meet him. Also, Cindy Hopkins, got to see her again. Um, had gotten to meet her before, but it was also so good to see her again. Um, she is um, on staff with CareNet as well, and she was our second uh, interview. And uh, also briefly got to run in to Abby Johnson. Abby was at the conference, and if um, you aren't familiar with Abby Johnson, Abby used to be the director of a Planned Parenthood, and um, she is now unapologetically pro-life, and she's just got a really neat story. The movie Unplanned was about her, so that was really neat um, to meet her, and then we also made a lot of other really just good connections with people who um, are in the pro-life industry, whether they're working with marketing or with pregnancy centers directly, or they have their own podcast or whatever it may be. We just got to meet a lot of really neat people while we were there, and Uh, make some good connections and so um, it was just a good time for us to be able to network to meet people we also learned a ton there were um, general sessions which everyone that was at the conference attended but then there was six different breakouts throughout the week that we got to choose whether they were about client care at pregnancy centers or marketing or uh, social media strategies leadership there were just a lot of good breakouts amidst the general sessions as well yeah, we got to, like you mentioned, we got to meet a lot of cool people, and uh, we were able to record a few short interviews uh, that we're going to give you the opportunity to listen to right now, and, and hopefully we can get these people on in the future uh, to do full podcast with us. Uh, but first up is uh, Josh Brom, who is the president of the Equal Rights Institute. So listen in as I had the opportunity to talk with Josh Brom. It's the Scoop on Life with Chase and Lauren. We are at the CareNet Conference in Orlando, Florida. And we've got uh, Josh Brom, who's the president of the Equal Rights Institute. And Josh, you have a passion of helping pro-life individuals be more persuasive when they communicate um, with those who are pro-choice. So tell me just a little bit about how you do that. What's your method behind doing that? And why do you do that? Yeah, so great question. It's great to be on with you, Chase. I've, I've, I've been excited to be talking to you. I think there's a lot of it. So, like, sometimes, like, when we're trying to help pro-life people to be more persuasive, that doesn't even just start with the arguments. It starts with the dialogue tips. How are you being in the conversation? What is your body language like? What kinds of questions are you asking? What are questions that you shouldn't be asking? Like, all of that stuff really matters. We're all trying to figure out how do we get their defenses down so that they can really hear us when we make our arguments. We've got lots of thoughts on that, but then we also have a lot of thoughts about arguments. There are some pro-life arguments that are just bad arguments. There are some pro-life arguments that are true, but not terribly persuasive to, for example, pro-choice atheists. And then there are some pro-life arguments that are really persuasive. And so when we go into a campus, we're just testing. That's our lab. We're trying to figure out what is working the best right now in this moment in our culture. So what are you seeing right now when you, when you go on campus, when you talk to people? What are, what are some, some arguments that they have? Kind of uh, Give us some examples of kind yeah. of what, what you deal with. Yeah, so there's a new one that we had been noticing for the last couple of years. It's kind of a new pro-choice argument, although there's been versions of it before, but it's just gotten a lot better. And it's just that this idea that abortion is like an act of self-defense, where 
any pregnancy can turn dangerous and you never know which ones. And, and so it is an act of self-defense for a woman to have an abortion. And so our philosophy team literally spent a couple of years working on that and just finally put out about a 30 minute video on our YouTube channel, kind of carefully piece by piece deconstructing that. So we've seen that. Um, one of the things that I've been noticing for the last several years is moral relativism going away. Um, so it's dying a slow but sure death and being replaced by harder things to respond to like utilitarianism and now critical race theory. So we need to be focusing on those things and not just learning how to respond to relativism. Yeah, so how can someone, maybe someone listening to this, like how can they uh, get better at this? How can they kind of train at, at being better at, uh, you know, getting their point across. Yeah, I mean, so, and I love the word training, right? It's like, the, it's, it's that Greg Kokel quote that I love, which is probably someone else's quote, but it's like, the more you sweat in training, the less you bleed in battle. I love that idea. So, like, uh, we have a lot of resources on our blog, like 200 articles or so, and a bunch of podcasts um, and videos and things like that. We've got an online course where we teach people how to respond to utilitarianism, for example, because you see that in a lot of pro-choice arguments, where in the end, they're arguing abortion is objectively right, because sometimes for the greatest good in the end, you've got to break a few eggs. And so it's like, okay, well, then at that point, you've got to make a full frontal assault on utilitarianism. You're not going to get them to be pro-life as a utilitarian. So you need to know how to kind of use thought experiments to show that that moral compass doesn't point true north. Josh Brom, he is the president of the Equal Rights Institute, and we'll be talking more with him in the future on the Scoop on Life. But Josh, thanks for taking time with us. It was great to be here. Thanks. I'm looking forward to next time. That was Josh Brom. Again, he is the president of the Equal Rights Institute, and appreciate him taking a few minutes the last week at the CareNet conference to talk with us. And again, hopefully we can have him on, and uh, that will be a really interesting discussion uh, to have with him on a full podcast. Next up uh, was probably one of our favorite uh, speakers that we heard uh, at the CareNet conference, Peter Heck. Uh, he is an author, a, um, a speaker. Uh, he's a teacher. He is uh, very fascinating to listen to. Uh, so let's listen into our interview here with Peter Heck. It's a scoop on life with Chase and Lauren. We are here at the CareNet conference in Orlando, and uh, one of the keynote speakers of the conference. Uh, he spoke on uh, Thursday morning. We also went to a breakout session of his. That is Peter Heck. He is an author, a speaker, a teacher, and uh, we have him here right now. And uh, Peter, uh, something that you talked about in your um, in the breakout we went to, just uh, the culture that we're in. Uh, we're in a culture that is predominantly people who may claim to be a Christian that aren't really, or people that just really don't hold a biblical view. So how, as, as pro-lifers, do we handle that? People who don't view the same as us or think they view the same as us. How do we approach a culture like we're in right now? Yeah, it's a, it, well, it's really where I am in so much of what I, what I try to do. Um, there's really a couple different options. Um, Christians can pack things in, uh, stay in what they used to call it holy huddles, um, and maybe that phrase is still used. I don't know if it is or not, but the concept is that you spend your life with your bags packed waiting on heaven to get here, and I'm not a believer that that's um, the best use of our vaporous few years that James says we have. So I, uh, I think that uh, Christians need to adopt the philosophy of, as we talked about in the breakout session, um, we're God's agents. Uh, we're being sent, scattered throughout the world to, to undermine Satan at every opportunity and to, uh, and to build the kingdom of God. And that 
it fires me up. So maybe just reversing the attitude of, um, oh man, I've got to play defense and protect all of this to one of, no, I'm, I'm going to turn the tables and, uh, and push for truth. Well, and one thing you said, um, the goal of our podcast is we want to educate people. We talk with believers all the time. You know, it's important to know why you believe what you believe to be able to craft um, a defense for that. But you talked about in your breakout being on offense, um, that it seems like we're on defense. But one thing you said that stuck out to me, you said facts aren't helpful if you can't articulate them persuasively. And so I felt that because we give facts all the time. You know, we're trying to educate our listeners, but – can you just speak into that for a second? You know, facts, you have to know the facts, but it's not just knowing them, it's articulating them persuasively. Right. It's it's one of those things, and I use the example of growing up with a, with a dad who was an attorney, that um, it's great to have book knowledge, it's great to know the laws, uh, but if you can't articulate it, if you can't persuade people, then what good are the facts? And so I think a lot of times people think, okay, I want to engage, which means I need to dedicate a decade of my life to researching and knowing the ins and outs of every single thing but even still you know all of that information if you can't engage if you can't think on your feet if you can't be um, winsome is the word and and articulate it then what good is that knowledge so I think that maybe a, a new strategy for Christians is figuring out the most effective ways to engage a hostile culture and that's what uh, I guess maybe I've dedicated my um, my time in this movement to that's awesome thank you Peter Heck, he is an author, speaker, teacher, and we appreciate him for taking time with us. And we'll have him on the future podcast, so uh, listen uh, for more from Peter Heck here on The Scoop on Life. That was Peter Heck. Uh, very, very good uh, interview there. Very good speaker as well. And, and Lauren, we had an opportunity to, uh, to get a, pick up a couple of his books that he's written. Yeah, we really enjoyed listening to him. One thing that I've just been really fascinated about, and the reason we started this podcast really was... Um, Chase, you and I just felt like um, the why behind being pro-life is important as Christians to not just say like, oh, I'm pro-life and I vote pro-life. But how do we how do we engage in conversation with others who maybe aren't pro-life or, you know, how do we really help build our defense? And that's really what our entire podcast is centered around. And so Peter Heck has a book called Agents of Sabotage, uh, a new approach to engage the culture. And that was really what his breakout session was all about. We really enjoyed that. And then we also picked up his book, A Time for Choosing, A Christian Declaration on the Value of Human Life. And so we just got those last week, but we were excited about reading those. And as Chase said, we just really enjoyed our conversation with him and listening to him while we were there. Absolutely. And another um, interview we were able to pick up last week uh, was with Joe Crenshaw with Choose Life Marketing. He also has a new talk show himself uh, called The Living Room. So I had the opportunity to sit down with Joe Crenshaw. It's the Scoop on Life with Chase and Lauren. We are here in Orlando at the CareNet Conference, and uh, we've met some really cool people this week. And uh, one of those is Joe Crenshaw with uh, Choose Life Marketing. He also uh, has his own uh, show with uh, The Living Room. It just launched uh, this week, actually. So uh, we're visiting with Joe here. And Joe, first of all, you know, you... Uh, you were in the business world uh, before you, you, you started working for Choose Life Marketing. So tell us a little bit about kind of what you do, but also why you do what you do. Why did you leave the business world to take your, your gifts of, of what you do with marketing uh, into the pro-life world? Yeah, for sure. So I'm a, a Christian first, and I'm a big believer in discipleship and evangelism. And I do believe that whatever we do, uh, we should work as unto the Lord. So even in the corporate, secular workspace, 
that we have opportunities to use our gifts to be on mission and use uh, be ministry minded. But I found myself struggling because I wanted those, I wanted my gifts, passions, and skill sets to connect to where uh, my ministry and the discipleship and evangelism opportunities that I would have would be full time rather than just on the side. So I was very involved in the pro-life world outside of the time that I was actually working in my professional career, but that created some pretty significant limitations on the amount of impact and the amount of work that I was able to actually do. So uh, I was friends with Nellie and Michael who own the company, uh, and I just reached out to them. And I was, I was done with the corporate world. I wanted to be full-time in uh, in the pro-life movement uh, and so I reached out there happened to be an open position literally right at that time and it, it was definitely God just bringing our two worlds together for the sake of this ministry so as far as far as choose life marketing we provide digital marketing resources to pregnancy resource centers uh, to help them get in front of abortion-minded women who are in the midst of a crisis pregnancy so you uh, recently, like I mentioned, launched uh, the Living Room, which is which is a talk show that you host, um, and it's pro life uh, talk show. Tell us a little bit about that. Where did that come from? What made you want to do the Living Room? Yeah. So again, I'm an apologist and evangelist at heart, and I want in the pro life world specifically, I want pro life people to be able to defend the pro life position. Uh, but when I look across the landscape of uh, the church, the evangelical church today. Uh, I believe that there's not an appropriate level of anguish over the reality of abortion and people need to be inspired to move and and so I'm using impactful stories uh, to help create some of the inspiration but I think if it's just left at being inspired and not informed then they're not going to be capable uh, of the amount of impact that they could if they were informed so my goal is to inspire people who have impactful story have impactful stories but also to have educators uh, relative to the abortion conversation, so doctors or historians or theologians, so that we can give the viewers the tools that they need and the inspiration that they need just through some of the impactful stories that we have. So uh, where can people uh, listen or watch to The Living Room, and, and how can they find out more information about that? Yeah, so a couple places. We actually, um, I have a website. It's thelivingroomshow.org. Uh, and then we actually have a YouTube channel. So if you just look for The Living Room, Choose Life Marketing on YouTube, you'll be able to see the channel. Uh, but also Choose Life Marketing is the major primary sponsor for this initiative. And so you can check out our website at choosefemarketing.com. And we also have e-blasts and newsletters and webinars all related to these initiatives that we have. So. Yeah, well, Joe, thank you for what you do. Thank you for your heart behind what you do. And thanks for taking the time with us today. Yes, sir. Appreciate you as well, Chase. Thank you. That was Joe Crenshaw from Choose Life Marketing and host of The Living Room. And uh, those are uh, three of the interviews we picked up last week uh, down at the CareNet conference in Orlando. And uh, with all the connections we made, hopefully we'll be uh, bringing you some really good guests here in the next uh, little bit uh, with a scoop on life. Yes, thank you all so much for listening. Thanks for um, being patient with us as we are gone the last few weeks. Haven't uh, released a new podcast, but as Shay said, we're really excited to potentially take those three guests and have future podcasts with them, but also um, several other people that we were able to meet while there. So stay tuned for more. Yes, thanks so much for hanging out with us here on The Scoop on Life. We'll see you next week.